Hello and welcome to episode six of the Fizbo Smarts podcast. Let's get this show started. Hello, this is Steve Klein with the Fizbo Smarts podcast, bringing you the best tips, tools, and techniques for selling your home on your own, digitally and online and helping you save thousands of dollars in the process on your next home sale and helping you become more FISBO smart. And on this episode, we are continuing our own FISBO journey and FISBO process with the sale of my own childhood home. It's actually my mom's house. And we are sharing our big wins and the big lessons learned. Some of these are live and some of them will be previously recorded and just sharing with you uh, after the fact, but I'm just trying to create a sort of digital log or an audio log, if you will, of, of our experiences. So if you're new here, won't you consider subscribing and supporting this podcast? Now, on with the show. So this particular podcast is going to reflect on some of the things that happened since we put our house up for sale, and then we took it off the market. Yes, you heard me right. We took it off the market. You're probably saying, what? Well, if you remember the last episode, we talked about going on vacation in August and we did put our house up for sale in mid-July, which we did get quite a few, uh, we did quite get quite a few calls and we actually showed the house a couple of times. There was a person that lived up the hill from where my mom lived and we showed them the house. They looked pretty interested and then they called back and said, would you take a contract for that? And what they meant by that is, you know, would we take the payments? Like they would pay a small down payment and then we would become the bank for them. And normally I would probably entertain that idea, but because we are needing the money right now for my mom, so we don't have to pay her mortgage for her and ours. And also the fact that she's incurring more debt from all of this and the fact that she's on a fixed income, we just had to say, yeah, Thanks, but no thanks. So we're sticking our ground on the fact that we need a, a true sale, a true a true sale on the house. Next was a person that was really promising. I'm not going to give his real name, but we'll say Paul. Now, Paul is a, he's around, I don't know, I think he's in his 30s, maybe 40s. And he is single and he wanted to, he wanted the house. And he really had been watching this area for a while. He noticed when the house on either side of us had sold over the past five to 10 years. So he's been scoping this area out for some time. And I, I asked him, I said, well, what, what's your appeal about this? Because when we showed him the house, we got in the backyard and he just, he took this big breath and, and just a sigh of relief, just like, oh, this is just so great. Like he just, he loved it. And I'm like, well, what what made you love this this area so much or this house? And he said, well, just this area. And he pointed to, to the, we have a lot of Douglas fir trees around. There's a lot of green uh, greenery. And so he just, he just loved that. And I guess he's loved the area for some time. And he doesn't live too far away, but I guess the house that he has now is a little bit smaller. So he wanted to upgrade to this, to this one. And unfortunately, he hadn't given us, a, given us a call back. So we're not sure what the deal is on that. It may be financing or something, you know, we got we to gotta follow up with, with him on that. So I think from that standpoint, he, I mean, he could be a really big contender for this house. And I mean, what I mean by that is he really wants it. So uh, we're going to reach out to him now. But so, so fast forward to, um, it's been almost four weeks since then, we 
didn't get a bona fide offer and we only had the house up for two weeks. And I said, okay, let's, you know, I talked with my wife and I said, let's take it off the market right now. I don't feel comfortable for a sign being up while we're gone out of town, even though we have the wise cams and they're, they're, they're in there and, you know, we can see what happens. I just didn't really feel comfortable with not being, I mean, there's no one else managing this house except for us. So, so we decided to pull the sign all out, put it in the garage, you know, kept all the, the webcams up. And then my mother-in-law is in town as well, in case we need someone to come over and check on it. She'll be here. And what we're going to do is we're just, we, well, what we did, we already did this. We went to, uh, to Colorado for our vacation. And it was great. It was a one, wonderful, relaxing time. Got to see relatives. Got to see my uncle for his birthday, 90th birthday. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. So we needed that time. And then when we came back, uh, we started trying to trying to uh, figure out when we wanted to put the house on the market. And so we're going to probably do that here next week. We want to wait. We're thinking about waiting through Labor Day. And I know that we're missing out on potential sales, but I just want to be prepared. I don't want to just rush and put it back up. And that way we can start kind of officially, semi-officially, no, it'll be officially in September. So that's the whole goal is September 1st. Because Labor Day is officially September 2nd this year, 2019, Monday. So what I'd like to do is put that house on the market starting, let's just say, August 31st. So that weekend, it'll, it'll be on there. If people are looking for a new home, then they can, they'll see it. So that's, that's the goal. So yeah, that's some exciting things. And uh, we did get a few calls from realtors, not too many, but there were a few and I haven't returned any of those calls yet. Since we put the house off the market or we pulled it off the market, those calls just kind of diminished really quickly. So I, I think no one knows about us yet. But as soon as I put it back up, there's going to be more interest again, more people calling that are interested in the house and probably more real estate agents is my guess. So we'll we'll see how that goes. At least that's been my experience in the past. So anyway, so really that's about it. There hasn't been much happening this time, so I think this episode is going to be actually pretty, pretty short. But I do want to point out that I did also look at the FISBO.com website again, the one that I put the listing on, and I realized that I could do a lot more custom things there than I could could on Zillow. And so what I've done is I pointed my Zillow, there's a link from Zillow back to my FISBO.com link, and even though it's a little bit more old school, I really like the layout, and so... What what I couldn't do, though, in the last time I had a little trick and a tip I was going to give you, and that is if you are HTML savvy, meaning that you know any basic website development techniques, you can go in and manipulate some of those visual aspects of the website. And that's what I was able to do last time when I did a for sale by owner on fisbo.com. They had a template where you put your house photo, a title, and a description and I was actually able to go in there and manipulate the where you put the description. And I could put HTML tags and all these other wonderful things. And when people saw my ad for that for my house for sale by owner, it was just this incredible looking uh, link. And it stood out from all of the rest in my area. And so it was really cool. I think they got more smart. They got They got more savvy and they took that ability away. So I couldn't, I think that now they call it tag injecting or th- things like that. The point is they've got more savvy and so they've prevented that, prevented that from happening. 
which is okay because as long as I got the title, the the picture and the description, and you can really be, like I said before on Zillow, you could be creative with the description there. So you can be creative with the description on fisbo.com as well. So that's it. That's the plan. And the next time we talk, which will be probably mid-September, I should have the house on the market again for at least a couple of weeks. And we should have some some more reporting to give back to you on, on the progress. So, so until next time, this is Steve Klein saying, become FISBO smart and save thousands on your next home sale. And we'll see you on the next episode. <laughs>